You are listening to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast with Dr. Craig Gilbert. Prepare to be enlightened, entertained, and move to grow as you hear practical advice on building and enriching the experience of worship at your church. And now, Dr. Craig Gilbert. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast. Our podcast is here to help you with any and all aspects of church planning and development, but with a special emphasis on congregational worship. I'm your host, Dr. Craig Gilbert, and as always, I am here to help you uh, deal with these issues uh, that you have to face each and every day. So please help us to continue sharing this podcast, and we're just going to dive right into things. Uh, This week, we continue our uh, Worship Servant series. Uh, originally, at the end of the last podcast, I had talked about that we were—I mentioned that we were going to talk this week about um, serving our pastors and leadership and our teams. Um, but I've decided that <clears throat> I'm going to change that, and we're going to talk about serving the congregation. And uh, that's because I'm going to do a, um, a very special podcast uh, next week on the day after uh, Christmas. So um, I thought this week uh, I would just skip to serving your congregation because of some things that I've been reading lately, um, some commentary that I've seen from uh, worship leaders around the country on uh, several different social media sites that are very concerning to me, uh, specifically when it comes to being a, a worship servant uh, with your congregation in mind. Uh, I, I've been very surprised and, and really shocked at the number of worship leaders who believe uh, that they should be promoting their own point of view and their own um, way of doing things and their own song selections and their own personal preferences over what the congregation um, wants and uh, using a justification of they're the ones who know best. Um, and I have to tell you that that's just not... Um, I don't believe that that is actually being a worship servant uh, and certainly not being a servant leader. Um, I think that worship leaders should listen to their congregations and serve their congregations. Um, Yes, we uh, know what we're talking about and we uh, hopefully do anyway and hopefully we've been trained and we have some experience and many times uh, we may think that we know better. Uh, than what the congregation knows or what the congregation wants or needs. However, um, part of being a leader is teaching people how to follow, uh, not just beating them over the heads with uh, our own personal preferences and our own personal choices. Um, It's very disconcerting to me when I see uh, worship leaders post um, that they should not be, and really kind of talking to other worship leaders and saying they should not be um, concerned with what a congregation wants or what a congregation says that they prefer, that somehow um, that should just be disregarded. Um, you know, when we are called to lead and we're, we're also called to serve, uh, that means getting to know the people that we are leading um, and that we are serving. It's getting to know them in a way that allows us to uh, see um, into what they need in a way that's much deeper than uh, just some sort of generic 
experience-based decision-making process. Um, as you can tell just by the way that I'm talking, I mean, I, this, this whole concept and this whole topic is just very concerning to me um, because I think sometimes we get caught up or we get frustrated uh, with what we see as an apparent lack in our congregations, uh, some type of deficiency, some type of uh, lack of understanding that we believe it's our uh, duty and our responsibility to uh, overcome or to work in spite of. And I, I just, I don't believe that. Uh, when I look at what, look at how Christ treated the disciples, um, so often Christ would get so frustrated with the disciples and he would get so upset that they did not understand what he was talking about. But yet he never stopped trying to um, educate. He never stopped trying to teach, and he never got so mad that he, uh, you know, negated them, that he said, um, you, you know what, guys, y'all never mind. I, I'm just going to do this myself. Um, he never once left them behind, I guess you could say. Uh, he was constantly working with them and, and meeting them where they were. And I think that that's one of the keys to being a uh, worship servant when it comes to serving the congregation, and that is meeting the congregation where they are, understanding it, accepting it, and instead of trying to uh, somehow accelerate and push them toward where you hope that they will be or just flat out uh, ignore where they are, go where you want them to be and expect them to catch up, I think the process of meeting them where they are and then grabbing them by the hand and guiding them, no matter how long it takes, um, no matter how slow the process might be, no matter how tedious it might be, uh, no matter how much hand-holding, no matter how many uh, coffees and meetings and conversations you have to have uh, to get them to where uh, they need to go or where you think they need to be, um, doing that work uh, and putting the effort into it and, and, and taking the time in prayer and in planning is just, it's absolutely our job. Um, I, this impatience that I see with the modern worship leader of, I, I'm just going to sing whatever it is that I'm going to choose whatever music it is that's, that's current. And if people can't figure it out, well, that's just too bad for them. Um, we're going to play what's newest and what's greatest. And it doesn't matter if the congregation still loves what's 10 years old. Uh, you know, they just don't know any better. Um, that's just a ridiculous, I'm sorry, it's just a ridiculous point of view. Uh, it, it completely negates the value of the congregation and negates the, the, the fact that they are there to worship God in, in what they know. And if you want them to know something different, take the time to teach them something different. You don't force feed it. Uh, you don't shove them in that direction. Um, it, it's so funny the the double standard that I see amongst worship leaders where they don't want their pastors telling them what to do, but yet they have no problem telling congregations what to do. Uh, they don't want anybody else to tell them what to pick, but yet they have no problem completely ignoring what anybody else wants to do. Um, and doing whatever it is that they want to do uh, and, and shoving their own ideas and their own agendas on top of anybody else. Um, it, it's, it's just a very troubling double standard to me. It's a very troubling uh, approach to worship leadership to me that is just, um, it, it's just not biblical. Um, it, it, it's certainly not how, how Christ led and taught the um, 
disciples and those who followed Christ. Um, you know, I, I truly believe that we are called to be servants first and that, and that, that part of that service is, is loving and, and working with our congregations and truly serving our congregations. Um, not just leading by example, but but leading by listening, uh, leading by following. Um, it, it doesn't mean that we we take the congregation at whatever they say and say that that's okay and it's okay for them to just stay put and it's not you know that it's okay for them not to grow. It's not what I'm talking about at all. But what I am talking about is a measured pace. Um, one of the things that was said to me early on in my ministry by a guy that I, I just completely and totally respect. And I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not, but if he does, he'll recognize his own words. He said, you got to figure out how to get out of the rut without tearing up the yard. And what that means is you get stuck in a rut and, and you want to get out of the rut. It's really easy to do a whole lot of damage. Any of you that's ever been stuck in a rut in the mud knows that that when you get really, really stuck, man, sometimes you got to dig up all kinds of stuff, and you leave a just a horrible mess trying to get out of the rut. And it's very easy to do same th- the same thing in the church. Uh, a church that's stuck in a in a very deep worship rut, it's very easy for a worship leader to just make a complete and total mess out of everything, trying to move a church uh, out of a rut. Um, and and you can't do it. Uh, the collateral damage is just too high. The cost is too high. Um, you know, I've been guilty of saying, so what? So they'll leave the church. Big deal. You know, somebody new will come along. And, and there's some truth to that. But at the same time, to just completely and totally disregard um, the spiritual health of the person who's walking out the door uh, is certainly uh, does not seem to meet the criteria of being a teacher and leader for Christ that we see demonstrated in the Bible. So, as I wrap up today, I just really want you to prayerfully consider that your decision-making process when it comes to your congregation, when it comes to leading your congregation, um, and and helping your congregation see uh, where God is calling them to be and being the leader. Are you taking the time to actually lead them, or are you uh, simply running ahead of them and, and hoping that they keep up? Uh, I would really encourage you to have long conversations with your congregation and find out where you are on that spectrum and then spend the time and do the work that you need to uh, to truly be a servant leader, um, to be a worship servant for uh, the people in your church. So uh, until next time, uh, I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, our next podcast will come out on December 26th. And it is uh, entitled Being the Baby. Uh, It's a one-off that uh, I'm very excited about. And I hope that you will look forward to and that you will join us. And then beginning in the new year, uh, we'll have a new podcast series called New Year, New Ministry. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, what does it mean uh, to approach our ministry with a new and fresh, with new and fresh eyes, uh, and ask new questions of our ministry to try to revitalize our own um, our own uh, ministry process and get excited again about being in ministry in the churches and, and the ministries that we're in. So I hope that you'll join me ahead, uh, looking ahead, and uh, I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful um, holiday break. So until then, uh, God bless and God be with you in your ministry.
Thank you for listening to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast with Dr. Craig Gilbert. Want more from Craig? Be sure to join us online at PurposedHeartMinistries.com. We look forward to having you join us again next week.